What's going on, guys? Welcome back to MST episode 17 now. Um, last week we had our little Celtics draft. This week Eric's back on, uh, not for the last 10 minutes of it. <laughs> uh, Eric, what, what happened? Why'd you choke? Uh, so, uh, you know, I was, you know, doing my great impression of a uh, lumberjack, and I was cutting down trees. And, you know, you called me, and my phone was on the side, so uh, I hit the quick dip on you for that episode. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but you but did you did, pl- you did fine without me. That was a good episode. Yeah, it was a great episode, actually, uh, even though nobody probably listened to it because we didn't post on Instagram about it. So. <laughs> oh, that's good. So, uh, yeah, but that's up. Um, actually, yes, we did. I posted on Instagram for oh, you. All right. Well, <laughs> Cool beans. So we're back anyways. Uh, We're finishing up the bubble. Uh, That's coming to an end here. Or at least the seeding games of the bubble. Um, Yeah, we've had some uh, interesting storylines along that timeline. And, uh, yeah, pretty uh, NBA NBA standings are a little wild right now. The East is completely locked up now. The playoff matches are set. Uh, still with one game to go. So, we'll uh, just talk about those real quick. These eight um, games have gone by so fast. I don't know if it's just me or what, but I feel yeah. like these eight games flew by. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, the, were the Nets the eighth seed before? I don't even remember. The Nets were the... Uh, seven. seven seed. Okay, so they're still seven. So the the standings in the East stayed completely the same, like we guessed, um, way back when we did our early bubble predictions. Yeah. Um. So we have the Bucks, Magic, Raptors, Nets, Celtics, Sixers, Heat, Pacers. Yeah. So. Yeah. Literally, this probably have the same predictions. I don't think anything's going to really change. You know what's insane is that the Hornets and the Bulls weren't even invited to the bubble, and the Wizards, who were invited to the bubble, finished behind them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a worse percentage. <laughs> That's tough. They lost, they've lost every game in the bubble that they've played. I think, right? Yeah, they have. They Since haven't they won. lost seven. A seven-game losing streak. They have a chance to win tonight, though. That's <laughs> they're playing. They're playing the uh, the summer league Celtics team. <laughs> they'll probably still lose. Romeo Langford's gonna get buckets. Taco Fall is gonna absolutely destroy them. <laughs> Taco Fall turns into LeBron. <laughs> the Wizards are garbage, man. Yeah, they are. With no Without Bradley Beal, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I don't, like, if we had to guess, I think the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, and Heat are going to advance. Um, I think the Pacers have a shot. But other than that, I don't see anybody else really advancing, especially since Ben Simmons is down with an injury. Yeah. For the Sixers. But, uh, all right, so a lot of people are saying that about the Sixers, but... We talked about this earlier, like, in a few podcasts during the regular season, like, the actual regular season, and I've talked to it with a few other people. I, honestly, the Sixers might be better 
when it's just like either Simmons or either Embiid. I don't. I honestly don't believe that because I know they do do not like the play styles don't mesh. Obviously, we've seen that. But like just the talent level alone, I don't know. It's tough. It is a tough loss. I mean, losing a star I would, is tough. Like Embiid's good, and he's the defensive anchor of the team. But like, I think I'd rather have Simmons. Yeah. And he's also very good defensively. So Simmons is versatile too. He can play the guard position. He can play forward. He could probably even play center for you. Yeah. <laughs> Small ball. But, um, yeah, so I don't think much is changing in the East from our other predictions. Um, yeah, so we'll go over the, the West real quick, and then we'll talk a little bit of the NBA bubble awards. So, the top of the, uh, the Western Conference has stayed pretty much the same. Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, um, Thunder. Moved into the four seed, actually. Yep. Actually, I was just going to say this. The Jazz, before the restart, were the two seed. Isn't that insane? The Jazz? Yep. Really? Yes, they were. They were a two seed. No, I think it was the Clippers, bro. No, the Clippers were a three seed. <laughs> really? Yep. The Jazz were a two seed. I swear to God. And, we're, and we talked about this. And we're like, can they live up to the hype? Came out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't remember that, honestly. Maybe. Um, but, yeah. So, they don't belong in the two seed no. either way. So They belong where they are right now. So, yeah, we have the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Thunder, Rockets, Jazz, Mavericks, and the Trailblazers at the moment. So, um, those top seven seeds all have 43 wins or higher, which is pretty pretty insane, actually. Yeah. Considering it's only been a... What a uh, we still have, like, 10, 8 to 10 games left for each team if they play both out the whole season. So... Yeah. Um. Anyways, well, we don't really want to talk about those top seven seeds. It's more about the 8, 9, 10. We're going to talk about... Um, so the eight, nine, ten, we have the Blazers, Grizzlies, and Suns. And what's crazy is me and Eric completely wrote off the Suns. Yeah. Like when we had that prediction episode, they are tied with the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have them in a tiebreaker, I believe, and with one game left to go in the bubble. If the Suns win. They're in the play. They, um, well, there is there still even a play-in? Yes, they're doing a play-in, but... Uh, for the, just for the eighth seed now? I believe so, yes. Because the original play-in plan was 7 through 10, but maybe it's... Maybe it's 8 through 10 now, or 8 through 11. Sport, uh, ESPN posted the play-out the other day. ESPN's stupid, so I don't care about them. Um, but yeah, the Suns are 
seven and zero in the bubble, looking to go undefeated behind the godly play of Devin Booker. Um, without Kelly Oubre, so Kelly Oubre's arguably been their like third, maybe even second option at some points this year behind Book. Yeah, it's just crazy to think that a team that literally had like 26 wins before going into this bubble end up winning seven straight. It's kind of insane. Booker's looking like the MVP. Oh, I found it. So, for the Suns to be seeded, this is what needs to happen. For them to get number eight, if the Suns win and the Blazers and Grizzlies both lose, they get the eight seed. To get so, the nine. The last game. Yep. The last game the Suns need to win and the Blazers and Grizzlies need to lose. Got a nice visit from my nephew <laughs> in the background. So uh don't mind him. But we have the uh Suns Grizzlies Blazers. And so if the Suns win and the other two teams lose the Suns are in. That's the eighth seed. Yeah, the Suns get the eighth seed. But the Suns play the Sixers and I don't know who the Grizzlies or Blazers play, but that's a hard scenario for the Suns to make it, make the eighth seed. So there's no play-in. That's what you're saying. Uh, well, so for them to get the nine seed, so this is, um, this would be the play-in scenario. To get the nine seed, if the Suns win and the Blazers or Grizzlies lose, so one of the two teams has to lose. Yep. And that, and then uh, eliminated if the Suns lose. Isn't that insane? They're eliminated if they lose, and they've won seven straight. They'd be seven and one in the bubble. That's insane. And you're eliminated. Well, should have done it in the regular season, man. Just crazy. So there's no playing. Well, there, like. well, there is because there's never a nine seed in playoffs. So the eight and nine seed would play off. So you're telling me, okay, so there'd be a tiebreaker game for the 8th eighth and ninth seed? For the 8th seed, yeah. Or, yeah, from the 8th and ninth seed. So either way, there's going to be one, or uh, uh, it's the Suns? No, because there's a bunch of scenarios here. Port, uh, for Portland, for the Grizzlies, Suns, and Spurs. For the Spurs, I'm counting them out. I mean, they have a chance, but yeah, you can pretty much count them out. Um, the... So, like I was saying, the Suns play... Oh, the Suns play the Mavericks, actually. That's, that's a tough that's one. That's a tough game. But they did beat them earlier in this uh, eight-game stretch. Um, and the Blazers play the Nets tonight. And the Grizzlies play the Bucks. So, they have a legit chance if they can beat the Mavericks... The Grizzlies will probably lose to the Bucks. Actually, that's there's no Giannis. Giannis is out, so... I mean, Jesus, this is tough. A lot of things have to go right for the Suns to get into this, which I would love to see them in the playoffs. That'd be cool. I would love to see the Suns in the playoffs, but I think, um, you know, they're young. They got more chances. I think this is like, it's Dame time. I feel like Dame needs to be in the playoffs. He's been playing crazy. So for the Portland Trailblazers to be seated, seated the eighth seed, 
if the Blazers win or the Grizzlies, Suns, and Spurs lose. Let's just say Portland wins because they're playing the Nets, so they're going to win. Actually, you can't really say that because the Nets have gotten some big wins, but we'll just say it. Um, but for them to get the nine seed, the Blazers would have to lose. And a loss by two of the Grizzlies, Suns, or Spurs. They'd get the nine seed. And then they're eliminated if they lose and all those teams win. Well, I've got to play out to see. It's going to be an interesting, like, 24 hours here. Yeah, today's the day. If you're going to watch basketball, today's the day. Um, I'm going to go with my prediction saying that the Blazers are going to be the eighth seed because that's what I said at the beginning. And, like I said, Dame's just been playing out of his mind. I don't see a scenario where, like, he loses to the Nets. Yeah. To, like, go into a tiebreaker. I think he's just going to pull bait and watch. He'll hit, like, a, a game winner to, like, lock them into the playoffs. <laughs> you know and who... In, in Dame fashion. You know who's been kind of overshadowed? I'm not saying Dame hasn't been great because he has been. He's been what probably, like, they're talking about doing bubble MVP. He's he's Nurkic. probably the MVP. Nurkic and Carmelo Anthony. Melo's been yeah, putting up Mello's numbers. Hitting some hit some big shots. Um, Nurkic has been playing really good. And CJ McCollum's playing with a fracture in his back. Yeah. They're laying it all out there, bro. They are. Alright, so, um, Woj said something the other day, said that Damian Lillard is the most important player to a team and a market in the entire NBA. I agree. I would also agree. I think there's other cases like Giannis, because Giannis in Milwaukee, MVP, Milwaukee, gross. <laughs> yeah. But um, people said that still Dame because he's agreed to multiple contract extensions and his willingness to stay there longer rather than Giannis's fate, which is like up in the air right now and what he's going to do. I honestly think he's going to stay. But uh, watch Giannis go to some some team like the Lakers, <laughs> if that's even possible. <laughs> he goes to the Lakers, and then he becomes the snake of the league. The KD of the league. Everybody hates on KD, bro. KD's just a hooper, bro. He is a hooper. Nah, he a hooper hooper. <laughs> He's probably the best scorer. Well, he is the best scorer in the league. He can score from anywhere on the floor. He's just, he's a demigod, bro. He's like seven feet tall. Demigod. <laughs> uh, also, breaking news. I just got an update on my phone. Uh, George Kittle, um, tight end of the 49ers, just agreed to a five-year, $75 million contract extension, making him the highest paid tight end of all time. Yeah. Man, that's that's fair. It's pretty, he's, pretty cool. He's really good. Is. I think I'm going to actually uh, play fantasy football this year. I was in a league last year, but I, I didn't really keep good track of the league, to be honest. I only watch the Pats, really. usually watch all the games on Sundays and stuff, but... Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and uh, 
play some fantasy football this year. You know, I've been doing it forever, but yeah. kind of kind of just eased back last year. Joined the league, and then I, like, stopped paying attention after, like, week three. <laughs> but. But, uh, anyways, get back on this, uh, get back on track here with this NBA talk. So, um, so we've talked, uh, possibilities. Um, Eric, is there any team out of the three teams who would you want to see as the eighth seed in the West? Um, right now, the Trailblazers, because I think they have, like, I don't know, when I want the playoffs, I want the most competition. Yeah, and they have the best shot at giving the Lakers a run. Um, but I do think it would be a really cool story for the Suns to make the eighth seed. Yeah. Um... I could see that. Like I, I like the Suns. I like Booker. I've been a Booker fan since he was drafted. Um, I'm a DeAndre Ayton fan, and I know he's not playing that great, but I am a fan of him. And then like Kelly Oubre has changed, even though he's not playing. Yeah, has changed my mind about him as a player. Um, he is very light skin. <laughs> <laughs> very um, extra about everything he does. But he's a very entertaining player to watch. Because he always has some sort of highlight play. He'll dunk yeah. on somebody. Breaks monster block. Clutch shot. I don't know. But I like to see uh I like to see Book in the playoffs. either way, if we get Booker Dame in the playoffs, that'd be cool. Um the Grizzlies, I think it'd be cool to have a rookie and Jaw in the playoffs, but I think I'd rather see guys that have been like Obviously, Jaws got more time. Yeah, so, plenty of time. That whole team. and and Jaron Jackson went down, so I feel like it just wouldn't be entertaining. Yeah. As entertaining, like he's the second best player. Yeah, he broke his leg. So, yeah, I'd like to see. I don't know, Booker Dame. I don't really care. I'd like to see Dame. It'd be cool to see like someone upset the Lakers. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I think if anybody could, it'd be the Trailblazers. Yeah, they were really close a few years ago. To, yeah, um, and they make the Western Conference Finals last year. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to see. But um, do you think if the Grizzlies fall out of the playoffs, considering they were in before this, does that affect the Rookie of the Year voting? No, not even I don't close. think so either. I think Ja ends up winning it. He should. If Zion wins it, I got to call Adam Silver <laughs> and uh, have a serious talk with him because the Pelicans, aside from like two games, played like shit in the bubble. Um, yeah. Yeah, they were pretty garbage. Honestly, Lonzo played like I don't, ass. I don't think uh, Zion should be even in the, in the finalists, which is such BS, but it is what it is. I don't think so either. There's other um, guys that played better and played all played year. the whole season, yeah. Um, if Yeah, it should be Ja. If it doesn't go to Ja, it's a problem. If it doesn't go to Ja, it should go to Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> Not Zion. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so there's... There's just so many... I, I don't know. I feel like it could... I feel like, you know, people write narratives too soon and... Like they'd be like, "Oh, Jaw choked, didn't make the playoffs, even though they were already seeded." And then, 
you'll have those people that are like, so let's make Zion the rookie of the year. But then again, people don't realize that Zion, they went like, what? 30 and 41. And he played yeah, like... They, they probably went, what, like 2 and like two and 5 in the bubble? Yeah, they're trash. So, I don't know. I hope they JJ don't affect Redick, it. Man. Facts, RIP JJ Redick. Had to go to a team with a bunch of young scrubs. <laughs> young scrubs. Dude, the Pelicans shouldn't even have been. This is the thing. As they tried so hard to get Zion into the playoffs, and the Pelicans ended up being the worst team in the West that was invited. That's a problem. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, it is really close between the 8th and 13. Like, only, what, three Four games, games three between games, yeah. all of them? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to see how this plays out for the Western Conference. I think there's a lot of possibilities here. I'm um, glad the Warriors aren't in it. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice change of pace. They'll be in it next year, though. <laughs> yeah, they always will. Uh, I had one. I had another question, but I forgot. Uh, honestly, forgot what it was. Oh, yeah, we're gonna do um awards, bubble awards, I guess. Oh, yep. So, who is your bubble MVP? Uh, right now it's tough to say because it depends on who gets the eight seed. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, Dame or Booker, yep. whoever gets the AC. TJ Warren made an early case. Yeah. Kind of come back down to earth a little bit. Then Jimmy Butler <laughs> stuffed his shit. <laughs> kind of came back down to TJ Warren a little bit. <laughs> um, And, like, he's not even the best player on this team, so... Yeah, it's either Booker or Dame. Um, Kristaps and Luca have been playing crazy. Yeah, they're both top six in scoring in the bubble. I mean, Luca could be put in there too. I think Kristaps could be put in there. I'd put Kristaps before Luca. I mean, Luca's just doing Luca things, but Kristaps like Kristaps has been like if there was a most improved player in the bubble, it'd be Kristaps. Because, like, he's averaging, like, 10 more points per game than he was in the regular season. Jesus. I don't know. Yeah, he's averaging, like, 29 or something right now. He averaged 19. Um. Yeah, I don't really... I don't really know, like, any other awards you could give out. They're talking about doing, like, all-team award or something. Oh, all bubble team? Yeah. Uh, that would be... Just do first team. All yeah, bubble. they should just do one. Yeah. One team. Um, For the West. Should be... Should be Dane, Book. Yep. Luca, Kristaps, and... I don't know. Nurkic. I would... I, would, I could throw Nurkic in there. They'll probably throw TJ Warren in there just because. Yeah. TJ Warren at the four and Luke at the three and Chris Ops at the five. 
Yeah, that that'd probably be it. Um, for the East, I would say. Well, um, not that system in general. Oh, oh yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna have like East West. Oh yeah, because we put TJ Warren. All um, bubble, all star game. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of dope. Yeah, um, for dudes that don't get the opportunity, like TJ Warren, who will never be an all star in his career, to be an all star for an eight game stretch that he played really well. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Tonight's a night to watch basketball. Today's the day, I should say. Indeed, it is. Celtics play in 40 minutes, so summer league yeah, Celtics should be boring game. Yep. Probably won't even watch it. Yep. The summer league Celtics, Taco Fall, Romeo, led by Taco Fall, Romeo Langford. Brad Wanamaker is the starting point guard. Oh, beast. <laughs> Fucking nut for Brad Wanamaker. <laughs> he is so bad. Oh, my God. The fact he's our backup. Give me a nice backup. Give me DJ Augustine. Augustine. Yes, or sir. George Hill, baby. That'd be like... D- oh, I saw DJ Augustine going off for the... For the magic last the other night, I was like, "Oh man!" Give me Evan Fournier, bro. I don't need more wings on the Celtics, but shit, give me Evan Fournier is like my sixth man. Oh, banging shots! He's a bucket. Yeah, it's not even that he just nails threes either. He like can do everything. Get to the hoop. Beast. That's a good offensive player. But yeah. All right, all right, real quick. Yeah. If you had to pick one player in this, say the seeding stays how they are, the Blazers make the playoffs. Okay. If you had to see one player you wanted to get a ring this year, who would it be? One, and it could be West or East. Anybody. One player I'd want to see get a ring. Um... Chris Paul. That was that was my thought. I was thinking Chris Paul, or Chris Paul or Westbrook. Yeah. Like, Gotta I don't be. Really, I don't really care if Harden wins a ring, but like Westbrook is just like. But I also silence all the haters. I want to see Melo get a ring too. That'd be cool. So, I don't know. One of those two guys, CP3 or fucking... Or even, a, like, a lower-level guy like Mike Conley. Yeah. Not that they'd have a shot, I don't think, but... Um... Oh, wait, didn't we call the Suns the Andy's Candies of the NBA playoffs? I don't remember. I think we did. Jeez, that's tough. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, go listen to Sound Upstream. I forget what episode it is, but it's the candy bracket one, so. <laughs> Shout out Andy's Candy. Final Thanks. four, baby. Um, Sometimes right, you just I gotta got ride the wave, man. 
Whatever. Let's just all right. Well, any of the like the seedings stay the same in the West, so the Trailblazers are the eight seed, and they obviously stay the same in the East. If you had to pick one player out of all these teams to build your franchise around for the next ten years, who's it gonna be? Ah, uh, based off like how they're playing, stuff like that. I think the easy choice is. Luca or Giannis, probably. Yeah. But I, I'm, I don't want to be mainstream. Yeah. I'm going to go Tatum. It's pretty mainstream as well. Oh, who else would make? <laughs> um, DeMontis Sabonis. <laughs> <laughs> the big Sabone. Um, honestly? You could pick Spicy P, I guess. Yeah, you could. Um, and but, then maybe like maybe Donovan Mitchell, Jokic. Jokic isn't a bad one. No, Jokic is a good one. Um, but I think I would go with uh, based off the way. All right, there's two guys based off the way they've been playing in the bu- just in the bubble that would like are surprising. One is Tyler Hero, and the other one. I don't know if you can build is, a team around him. Is MPJ. Okay, MPJ I get, but I don't think Tyler Hero is that kind of player. I no, I don't think... A, he's more of a complimentary piece. Yeah, I think that as well, but like I'm just saying based off the way... Like, he put up 30 the other night with Jimmy Butler on the floor. Like, he can just do that, so... Like, when you think, like, 10 years is a long time. Yeah. So... I, I go Tatum for that reason, because in the end of that 10 years, he'll be 32. So, yeah. right around the end of his prime. Which is crazy to think that he'll be 32 in 10 years. That's a long-ass time. Like, based, based on his, like, play, you would think he's probably, like, 26 right now. He's 22 years old. But honestly, in the bubble, he hasn't had the greatest bubble yet, so I'm hoping he turns I mean, yeah, he's he struggled, but the last couple games, he's had... Had Tatum numbers like yeah twenty nine yeah I guess but um I don't know we've seen him get a team all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals and that was as a rookie um was the East wasn't super strong back then but there were still some good teams yeah but like yeah ten years like or Luca Luca is the obvious choice I think for most people um because he. He'll literally be 31 in 10 years. But I have, we haven't seen how he has played in the playoffs yet. So that's why I would go Tatum at the moment. But, you know, three weeks from now, we could be saying Luke all the way because Luke could be a champion in like two months. Yeah, I agree. Um, another one could be like just in general would be Devin Booker, a guy that's in the in the race. Yeah. Definitely. I'm a big D-Book fan. He's got the most points scored for anybody his age, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Devin Booker, uh, John Morant, any of those types of guys. But I was just saying out of the out of the uh, seed, yeah. I'm not taking Simmons because I don't like that he can't get a sh- jump shot. So. Yeah. Not that you can't win without one in this league. Depends on the pieces. If Simmons had a bunch of shooters around him, then he would... Be like one of the best players in the league. He had Evan Fournier on his team. 
So you had like uh like the some of the guys you Clay had Thompson. now, like Tobias Harris, Clay, Fournier. <laughs> That'd be a legit team. And like Cat. Oh, GG. Somebody who can just uh he should get cat. Somebody who can just shoot forty percent from three is a big That'd be crazy. Yo, that's a team to look for next year, though. Deloading and freaking Cat. They're fucking ass, bro. They they were good together, though. Like, they, they were okay. D'Angelo Russell was only there for so, like wicked short amount of time. I mean, they were like 3-7 and seven in the last 10 games they played. <laughs> Alright, shut up. That's a team to watch, though. They're enter- like, it's cool. Like, if Booker were to go there, then they'd reunite. Because they're best friends, all three of them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Cat no, they're just, they're just ass, dude. They played at, what, Kentucky, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not, not D-loading. He's from Ohio yeah. State. Yeah, no, they're terrible. 19 and 45 with Cat. Yeah. And D-lo. Come on, Cat. Set the fucking game up. <laughs> the sporting cast isn't great, to be honest, but it's not terrible either. I mean, they did get a lot in the trade for Andrew Wiggins, but, which is nice. Like, look, you, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The the Timberwolves' best player all year has been Cat. The Nets' best player pretty much all year has been Karis LeVert. Yes, they play in different conferences. Yeah, but they had Kyrie too. Yeah, for twenty games. Yeah, twenty games. That's a lot. But still, like when you put like. Kyrie, and then you have Cat and D'Lo and Andrew Wiggins for part of the season. Like that team on paper is just as good as the Nets. Well, you didn't have D'Lo for a long time. You had, I mean, you had D'Lo for as long as the Warriors had Andrew Wiggins, because that was the trade. No shit, really. <laughs> what the fuck. Yeah, but you're making it sound like they had him for a long time. They no, I'm saying him. they had. Like, even when they had Wiggins, it was Wiggins and Cat. On paper, that team's probably as good as the Nets were on paper when they had Kyrie. Uh, There's some, I'd probably say the supporting cast for the Nets is a little better, yeah. but there's more star power on the Timberwolves when it's just Kyrie. There's no yeah. other stars on that team. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the supporting cast, like you said, is much better. Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, DeAndre Jordan. We're talking about Cheeks teams right now. Yeah, it's all right. So what we do? But uh, what we do? We yeah. Get, so, when you care about basketball, you talk about the Cheeks teams too. <laughs> so that's probably gonna do it for this episode. Um, if you're gonna watch the NBA, like Eric said, watch it today. Give me some interesting games playing out. We're gonna figure out who's gonna be the eight seed or if there's gonna be a playing game. Uh, if there's a playing game, that's gonna be electric. That's gonna be like a one game elim- playoff elimination game, which is crazy. Um, that'd be cool to watch. I'd want that scenario. I'd want the Suns and the Blazers to play in that. Yeah. That would be sick. Because I don't um, want, I don't like one more than the other, to be honest. I yeah, just, me neither. Like at this point, because I think both stories are cool. So. I would probably say Skip Bayless over here hating. Well, yeah, Skip Bayless is stupid. Skip. <laughs> Shannon Sharpstow, skip. Skip. 
Alright, but anyways, yeah, that's gonna do it. Thanks for stopping in. We'll uh, see you next time on Sound Up Stream on Sunday, Sunday. and then MST again next week. Yes, yes sir. Peace.